Hi, this is The Me Journeys, and I'm Paige Tripp. I'm a mom of four girls who knows parenting isn't easy, especially when trying to heal and grow ourselves. Here, I share the real ups and downs I have faced on my own mindful empowerment journey and how I navigate healing through parenting. Join me on this journey and let's get mindfully empowered together. Hi, welcome back to the Me Journeys podcast. I'm Paige Tripp and I'm so excited for you to be here. Today I'm going to be talking a little bit about my why. So I have stated before in some of the last podcasts, I am in a spiritual coaching certification process. And through that process, I am still going through my own journey of healing and learning more about how to shape my business. Normally, people would have told me, well, you shouldn't start anything unless you know 100% what you're doing. But I want to be imperfectly perfect here as people are imperfectly perfect. We are exactly who we're meant to be in certain moments. So why would I not share parts of myself with you that are imperfect? And watching me continue to show people that I am not perfect and that things are allowed to change. People are allowed to change. The journey, the path, whatever you want to look at life as, it's allowed to shift. It's allowed to change and you're allowed to be exactly who you want to be when you want to be it. All I do know that is 100% me is that everything I do comes from a place of my heart. It comes from the idea that I want to show people how supported and loved they are and how not alone they are. There might be some tears in this episode, so sorry in advance if it pops in. Right now, I don't feel like crying, but it might because this is a very near and dear thing to me, and it has been a big struggle of mine throughout my whole life. So here we go. My spiritual advisor, Amanda Merritt, she has been working with me, and I really thought I knew my why. I knew my why was to show parents um, the importance of taking care of themselves because I know what it felt like to not take care of myself. I watched many people I love get sick because they didn't take care of themselves. I've lost, you know, a lot of of time in my life by not taking care of myself. And so I wanted to encourage people, especially moms, to take care of themselves, to really put themselves first because we no offense, men, we tend to be the leaders of our homes, the person who takes on a lot of the mental burdens. And that is a lot. It's a lot to carry. So that was originally my why is because I didn't do that. And as I started to, it was like, oh my gosh, everybody should be doing this. Let me share this with as many people as possible. And as I dug deeper and as this certification is slowly coming to an end, it will end on December 5th we are digging really deep into our why. And so I had posted my why in our group and she called me out with so much love and said, but why? (laughs) What is under you wanting to teach people to self-regulate? What's there? And boy, did those self-healing words flow from my body. I wish I had my phone and dropped on the floor and I keep forgetting to pick it up. So my why is because I never 
want someone else to feel so alone in this world. Even in a crowded room, I have felt so utterly alone. I never want another parent to hold so much guilt and shame around their behavior, around the way that they have raised their children, and about mistakes they've made. I never want a child to feel scared and alone and unsure of why things are happening around them. I never want another person to feel so desperate and alone in their body and so worthless as I have. My why is because our society teaches us that we need other things and other people to be our best. And I have slowly learned that Feeling a foundation based on mindfulness and loving yourself and connecting to your heart and first knowing you, knowing what you need, you want, you desire, what you feel, how to regulate your body when scary things happen or triggers happen or challenge happens. I was never taught that. And I've spent the last, what, almost 10 years now trying to figure out what the hell is happening in my body and how do I stop it? How do I fix it? But it's not about fixing it and it's not about stopping it. It's about coming into compassion and love for it, loving ourselves through the challenge, finding a calm and a peaceful way of accepting what is, then choosing something else while still loving that. I know a lot of this might sound crazy to a lot of people. Like, what the hell is this woman talking about? (laughs) My why is simply because I never want anybody to feel as worthless and sad and alone and guilty and shameful or embarrassed about themselves, about their lives, about the way that they are, the way that they look, about anything in their life as I have. And so I've been spending years taking yoga certification training, taking breathwork certification, taking um, life coaching certification, reading thousands upon thousands of books. I literally read about five or six books every month while raising children (laughs) and usually at the same time, ADHD in full effect. My mission is to never stop learning. My why is to support the well-being of everybody so that no one feels alone. And my mission is action towards helping you to lead, to teach, to do the, the dirty work, to make it as simple as possible for everyone else. Even if that means it's super challenging for me and I go through very difficult times to show everybody what is possible, that is what I want to show you, is that this job of motherhood, this life is always going to be challenging. But if you lean in, if you learn to love yourself and connect to your breath, and you learn simple ways of routines and mindful living, it can be beautiful. And the challenges don't have to be so extreme as mine have been. (laughs) Sometimes I always laugh because I think 
maybe I just enjoy the challenge. Maybe that's just what, <laughs> but I'm rewiring a lot of things. So I'm going to rewrite that story and say that things are just going to come easy and it, it's possible. And so it is. Let it be. <laughs> I'm here to guide you, to help you look at things from a different way. And yes, this part of me has made me lose a lot of people I love because a lot of people are not willing to look at themselves in the way that I tend to look at myself. It's a blessing and a curse. And it has taken me a long time to love this part of myself. I used to, in high school, force my opinions and beliefs upon people with anger. And if they didn't believe what I was saying, I would get very frustrated and angry. And that was my part of me. One, were my beliefs of my parents. Two, it was me trying to fit in. And three, it was me feeling worthless and not enough. And so I thought that being forceful, mean, and dominant would make other people respect me and value me and look at me in a way that I looked at most people in my life who would dominate me and my opinions. And as I've grown, I've learned, yes, I'm allowed to share my opinions. Yes, I'm allowed to set my boundaries. But I have worth even when the world doesn't agree with me. Even when I stand alone. I am enough and I'm exactly who I'm meant to be. And for the first time in 36 years, I have comfort in that. Normally, I would say something and someone would cut me down or tell me I'm wrong and I would go into depression, deep depressive modes. I would isolate myself. I would beat myself up for saying what I said. I would talk bad about myself. I would ask myself questions like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you just shut up? There was lots of limiting, depressive, and negative mindset that have been deeply, deeply embedded into my soul. And rewiring that took me a long time. And I didn't always do it right. And sometimes it still happens. But the more I lean in, the more compassion I show for myself, the more love I see for myself and the more love I feel and the easier situations get. It's funny because when I think about myself as I look back at my past and I hear comments from people now as they're seeing me in a different way. A lot of people have mentioned to me, wow, you really have it together. Do you ever get angry? Do you ever lose it? Do you ever swear? Do you ever do this? And it makes me laugh sometimes because if they only knew how very badly I felt my whole life, they would be very shocked. I move through my world, many people will see, in a positive way way now as an adult, not when I was younger, I was, no offense, I was a bitch. <laughs> and many people from my high school and probably grammar school have said probably like, wow, she was not a nice person. But I've learned a lot. And I'm humbled by my actions because I've been able to see positives. I've been able to be the a mean person. I've been able to be a nice person. I've been able to learn and grow. And I have been blessed to also endure a lot of depression from all of that past. And I have been in 
the darkest place that anybody can be in, wishing death and being depressed and feeling so hopeless in my body and knowing that I could have caused that for someone else and being humbled by that experience and learning from that and taking that experience and being able to come out of that experience alive. And yes, there's embarrassment and yes, there's shame and yes, there's guilt that I am currently still working on processing and I'm learning to forgive myself for all the mistakes that I've made. But there's hope and there is this light that I keep thinking about and hoping that I can show the world and using all of my bad mistakes and all of my sorrow and pain to help even just one person to see a light and to help them move out of that darkness faster and not have to be so alone. That is my why. And I decided to share this because not to to get people to come follow me, not to do any of that, but to show people that you will make mistakes, that you will be in the darkness. And the only person who's ever with you during everything is yourself. And you get to choose who you want to take with you. Do you want to take with you the person who's going to constantly cut you down and tell you how terrible you are when you make those mistakes. And when you really want to give up, encourages you to give up, encourages you to fail, encourages you to think poorly of yourself. Or do you want to take with you the person who hugs you, who loves you, who tells you it's okay. You didn't know any better. But now we do. We learned our mistake. Now get up. You got this. Just take a breath. Take one step forward. You are enough. It is okay to mess up. Because actually, the greatest things in life have been created by mistakes. Nobody has learned without mistakes. There is not one person in this entire world who just automatically gets it right. It takes challenge. It takes tries. It takes courage. It doesn't mean fear is not there. It doesn't mean mistakes are not there. And you might get up and you might not know what to do, but you got up. You got up. And if that's all you can do in one day, there's been days where literally all I could do was get up out of bed. That's all I accomplished all day because I was so depressed. And I am so proud of those days because I could have given up. I could have caused more pain for the people around me. I could have given up. I could have ended it all, but I didn't. And if that's the only thing you hear today is you are amazing because you got up. You got up. Got up off that floor. You got up out that bed. You got up out of that sadness. You just stood up. You just continue to breathe. And you continue to hope and trust 
that something better is going to happen, then you've accomplished everything. There's always light. You cannot just have darkness. There is always light. And that's my mission. And that's my why, because I never want anybody to feel as hopeless as I felt, as I've been, as sad as I've been, and alone and hurt and painful as I felt. I know the feeling. And my why is because I don't want anyone else to have to feel what I felt. I'm recording this today, October 10th, on World Mental Health Day. And I've had some people in my life tell me that I don't care about mental health. And I've lost some people in my life because of this. And I'm here to tell you that I do care about mental health. And that if any of these messages have portrayed that I do not, I'm sorry for that. I also have been very involved with mental health as I have struggled with mental health. And so I'm here to tell you today, it is okay not to be okay. It is not okay not to do anything about it. You are important. You are worthy of being okay. So if you need medication, if you need a therapist, if you need a psychologist, if you need to go check yourself into a hospital, if you need a coach, if you need support, I beg you today to take one step forward. Any step forward towards your mental health is a big step forward. And that it is safe for you to admit. And that admitting that something's not okay is actually the biggest and most important thing you will do on your journey to better mental health. Once you get over that hump, everything else does get easier. It's not perfect and there will be challenge, but it is easier because you have now accomplished the first difficult challenge. You've admitted that something is not right in your body and that you don't know what to do. And sometimes that's the hardest thing we can do. So I beg you today, take one step forward. Tell somebody that you're struggling. Ask for help. And know that you are the most amazing person for doing that and how proud I am of you. And you are not alone on this journey. I've also had to admit, and I still am admitting, there's lots of things that I do need to still admit to myself. But one step at a time is all it takes to make big change. I'm sending you all so much love and I hope that you do everything in your power to take care of your mental health because your mind runs your whole body. And if your mind isn't right, your body's not right. Your life is not right. Our mind is the most important thing in our body to take care of. And it fuels everything. Everything we see, everything we feel, everything we do. So, I love you. I'm proud of you for being here. I'm proud of you for continuing to get up when life seems so hard. And I'm supporting you all along. I love you and I hope 
that today of all days is your greatest day yet.